What's up, teens? My name is Christopher, and you're listening to God Over Everything, GOE, with me, your host. Today, I'm going to be explaining what Easter is really all about. Now, let's begin with a prayer. Thank you, God, for another day you have given us. Lord, please use me for honor and glory. Please help me to say what you want me to say. Please, in God, everyone listening, please help us not only to be hearers of your word, but doers of your word. Thank you, Lord, Father, we have. In Jesus Christ, amen. As Christians, we should be celebrating Resurrection Sunday and not Easter. I'm going to explain why towards the end of today's bonus episode. Please grab your Bibles and let's start reading Matthew chapter 27. We're going to be reading verses 15 through 66. So I'm going to read each part and explain what's happening. So Matthew chapter 27 verses 15 through 26 says, Now, at the feast, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who was called Christ? For he knew that they had handed him over because of envy. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, Have nothing to do with this just man, for I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders per persuaded the multitude that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with the Jesus who is called Christ? They said, They all said to him, Let him be crucified. Then the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, rather that a torment... Tumult, wait, what? Tumult, I think, sorry if I'm pronouncing that right, was rising. He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. You see to it. All the people answered and said, His blood be on us and on, and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, and when he, when he had scored Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. So let me explain what's going on here. So these people took Jesus to Pilate, and they wanted him to be crucified. And it was uh, at that time that Pilate was to release one prisoner, right? So he made the people choose Barabbas, which I believe he was a murderer, and Jesus. And when he, when Pilate asked the people, why should Jesus um, be crucified? They couldn't say anything. Why? Because Jesus never sinned. They could lie about it, but they could not say anything true about Jesus sinning. They just wanted to kill him just because they didn't like him. They didn't like the truth. That's all they wanted to do. They couldn't find one sinful thing in him. But Barabbas, I mean, he's a he, he's a murderer. He's in there because he did crimes. But they wanted Jesus to be crucified. So Pilate gave it to them, gave Jesus to them. And he knew that he was innocent. And the people knew that, but they still wanted to kill him. So they scourged him. And now he's going to get crucified. Let's keep reading. Now we're going to be reading um, chapter 27, verses 27 through 30. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into a praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. When they had twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head and a reed in his right hand, they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they spat on him and took her yeah, spat on him, and they took the reed and struck him on the head. 
When they had mocked him, they took off the robe of, off him, put his clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. So let me explain what's going on here. So, <clears throat> so the soldiers are making fun of Jesus. They put a crown of thorns on his head. I mean, think about how painful that must be. That's like unthinkable pain right there. A crown of thorns on your head. Ouch. Then they spit on him. They mocked him. And they put a robe on him, and now they're being now they're leading him to go and crucify. So that's all happening in the verses I just read. Now we're going to be reading chapter 27, verses 32 through 44. Now, as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they had come to a place called Golgotha, this is to say place of a skull, they gave him sour wine mingled with gale to drink. When he had tasted it, he would not drink. Then they crucified him, and divided his garments, casting lots, and it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by the prophet. They divided my garments among them, and from my clothing they cast lots. Sitting down, they kept watch over him there, and they put up over his head the accusation written against him, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and the other another on the left. Those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, you who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, likewise the chief priests also, mocking with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now, if he will save him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Even the robbers who crucified him revealed him with the same thing. So now... They lead him to the to this place called Gol Golgotha, which is called which is called place of skull, and they crucified him, which means they nailed him to a cross. They nailed his right right and left arm, or yeah, their arm, because I always think it's their hand, but it's his right and left arm and his feet. Three nails, left left arm, right arm, and his feet. So they crucified him, which is what I just explained right there. They crucified him. And then they were making fun of him, saying, if you are the son of God, save yourself. And not, they were not being nice to him because they wanted him to die. They were just being mean to him, right? So all this is happening. And the reason God sent his son Jesus to do this for us is because we needed to be saved from sin. And God knew that. So he sent Jesus to do all this punishment that we deserve. We deserve to go through everything that Jesus went through. But he sent his God sent his son Jesus to do all that for us because he loved us that much. And see John 3.16 um, for that. But let's continue reading. So now we're going to be reading chapter 27, verses 45 through 56. Now, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And uh, there was darkness all over the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sembachani. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right. That is my God, my God. Why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood there, when they heard that, said, This man is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine, and put it on a reed and offered it to him to drink. The rest said, Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the vow of the temple was torn in two from the top to bottom, and the earth quaked, and the rocks were split, and the graves were opened, and many 
bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised, and coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those who with him who were who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that happened, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him, whether looking on from afar among whom the whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Ho Hoses, sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right, and the mother of Z Zebedee's sons. Let's uh, pause right here. If you want to know the whole story of Jesus, I, I encourage you to read the the whole book of Matthew, starting from the first chapter, even this, until the book of Matthew is done. That will explain how Jesus um, lived his life, what he did and didn't do, um, what he went through, and to this point here. And I think oh, this is actually the end of Matthew. Yeah, so I want to encourage you all to read the whole book of Matthew to know how our Lord and Savior lived on this earth and how he died. And yeah, we're almost at the part where Resurrection Sunday comes in. So let's get back into reading. So let me explain what happened here. So Jesus dies on the cross, right? And then they, uh, let me see. And he dies, right? And the guards who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and things that happened. They said, greatly, just as the son of God. So now they realize that this is the son of God or was because he's dead. But we're going to get to the awesome, well, we're going to get to the the part where Resurrection Sunday comes in, which is what we're going to be celebrating really soon. So, yeah, that's what happens in everything I just read before. Now let's read chapters 27, verses 57 through 61. Now when evening had come, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. When Jesus had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in the new in his new tomb, which he had hewn out of the rock. And he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. And Mary Magdalene was there and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. Let's continue reading. On the next day, which followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees gathered together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember while he was alive, how he, how the deceiver said, After three days I will rise. Therefore command the tomb he made secure until the third day. Let his disciples come by night and steal him away and say to the people, He has risen from the dead. So the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard on your way. Make it secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone and getting the guard. Let me explain what's going on here. So the Pharisees went to Pilate asking him to have a guard, guard the tomb on which Jesus was in. Because they remember him saying that he was going to rise on the third day. It was going to happen no matter what they did. No matter what they did, even if they said 100 guards in by the tomb, it was still going to happen. He was still going to rise from the dead. So I don't even know why they're trying. But, hey, they want they want Jesus to die, be dead so badly that they don't want him to rise. They think one guard's going to stop that. But it's not. So, this right here, what I'm going to read now is where Resurrection Sunday comes in. And what we should be celebrating on Easter, which is Resurrection Sunday. Let me just tell you, East, Resurrection Sunday or Easter has nothing to do with the Easter bunny or candy or anything like that. It has to do with the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. 
That's why it's Resurrection Sunday and not Easter. Because Easter is man-made. Easter has to do with the Easter bunny and candy and Easter egg hunts and whatever else it's all about. But Resurrection Sunday, which is what it is, is about the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So now let's read where that comes in. Where Resurrection Sunday comes in. Now we're going to, now we're going to be reading chapter 20, Matthew chapter 28 verses 1 through 8. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see his tomb. The, the tomb, my bad. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His conscience was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the woman, Do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and, with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. So now, this ver these verses that we read, the angel is telling Mary Magdalene and Mary that Jesus has risen, as he said. So he's alive. Right? Jesus is alive. And so... What I get from all these verses is that God sent his son Jesus to take the punishment that we deserve. And he went through unthinkable pain and torture. Like we cannot even think about how much pain and torture he actually went through. We can try, but it's not even going to match what he actually went through. And I am just so grateful and thankful that we have a loving God that would do that for us. That he, he loved us so much that he sent his one and only son to take the punishment we deserve. We deserve everything Jesus went through. But because Jesus took the punishment we deserve, we can be saved from sin by believing Him or making Him a Lord and Savior and obeying His Word. Reading His Word and obeying it. So I'm just so I'm just so thankful if we have a loving God, a loving Heavenly Father who would do that for us. He loved us so much that He showed it to us by sending His one and only Son to die for our sins. And He is alive now. So this is what Resurrection Sunday is all about. This is what we as Christians should be celebrating. Not Easter, not the, the bunny or the candy or whatever else you may think Easter is all about. This is what Easter is about. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Thank you all so much for joining me in this bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about what Easter um, Resurrection Sunday is really all about. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.